just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekuller and the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you until the top of the hour. We welcome you to another one of our shows. Hi, Bob Sekuller. Thanks for joining us. On this show, we've got the very lovely Lee Harris, who is the legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. You can reach her on her cell phone, both for sellers, buyers, and agents at 649-7964. Also here from Swan Financial, Randy Rocky, who is co-owner and does a great job getting people pre-qualified and closed. And we've got some interesting questions for him a little later on. Also, his number to get him in contact with him is 645-0736 at 645-0736. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more is joining us as well. And also a guest today for the show today. We have a guy who does, among other things, driveways. Daryl Holiday owns Maintenance Alternatives. You can reach Daryl over at 432-6657. We're going to have a question for him a little bit later on in today's show. And my name, again, Bob Sekolder. You can reach me if you're thinking about selling your home. Well, goodness, now's the time we can come out, talk to you about it. It's free, no obligation. We really will help you one way or another. And then if you want to list and sell it, we can help you with that as well. You can reach me uh, anytime on my cell phone. That's 502-376-5483. Again, 376-5483, whether you're thinking about selling or buying. Coming up a little later on today's show, lawn mowing mistakes that everybody makes, including myself, will hopefully be able to help you with that. But first, let's go to our first question. We're still doing our Zoom show, which means you send us an email to bob at com, And then uh, put in the body of the email the, the whatever the question is and in the subject line put radio question and we'll be able to help you incidentally we're also rebroadcasting this show on zoom well through zoom up to ladies and gentlemen youtube to get there to see it louisvilleanswers.com is the place you want to go louisvilleanswers.com that will redirect you to our youtube channel all right lee the first question coming in from axel he's got a home on the market watching his video camera And he's watching the agent that was showing the property to the buyer. And there's a question about watching somebody coming through your house. We'll talk about that separately. But the buyer brings a dog to the showing. And Axel is not happy. He's wondering, what can he do? Should that dog be in his house? Oh, that's a good one. That's not where I thought that was going. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yes, probably not. That is not a typical thing for a buyer to do is to bring their dog to someone else's house. Uh, it's kind of, that'd be kind of like lighting up a cigarette in their house or mm. sitting down and eating lunch at their house or something like that. So that, I don't know that it violates any laws per se, but it's certainly bad manners. Well, so would it agents, be, go ahead. I was going to say, would it be, would there be anything fair housing say it's a service dog? Well, if it's a service dog, then that's a different story. Yeah. Right. If they were just out for a walk and they decided, Hey, we'll meet up with our agent and go see the, uh, the property. That's one thing. But yes, if they actually have a legitimate service dog, then, because right, uh, you're assuming no, at that point that dog is most likely well trained, and uh, yeah, right. uh, yeah, well, just run in the middle crazy. Okay. He might just run in there and poop on the floor, you know. <laughs> Greg, well, Greg always has a way of putting things. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> nice on a Sunday morning. Though we do have another one about that later. But okay, so thoughts then? Does he call the agent or his agent call the other agent and try to yes. work out what the heck's going on? Yeah. Okay. Yes, I think that would be the right thing to do. And Good. buyers agents, if you have something that your client wants to do that's considered a little weird, if it's not a fair housing issue, then you know, you can you can gently tell them not to do that at someone else's house. Yeah, don't bring the dog. 
I mean, and I love dogs, but I do too. Yeah, don't bring <laughs> bring the dog. You're thinking about selling? We can help you. You can go to bobsellmyhome.com, and we can help you there. Just fill out the form, or you can just go to wesellouisville.com. By the way, there's a new thing at the top of the website. Wesellouisville.com. Fill that out. You'll not only get in contact with me, but you'll also get a CMA. Basically, it's a market analysis based on computer information. All right. So, Randy, we go to you. Wellington sent us this email. He says, like a lot of people, I need to move, but my interest rate is currently at about three, three and a half percent. He says, mm-hmm. I can't see buying a home and then having to work with a six and a half or seven percent interest rate. So he's wondering, is there anything you or other lenders can do to help stomach the higher interest rates. Any suggestions on that? Yes. Uh, so we have a 2-1 buy-down product um, uh, that we can get them into. So the first year would be, uh, like, for example, if it was a six and a half, uh, NMLS number 26362, uh, APR uh, 6.7. So then the first year would be 4.5. Second year would be 5.5. And then the third year would be the six and a half percent. So and we do a no closing cost refinance on, uh, and I do feel uh, the consumer price index is going to come out May 10th. It's going to show inflation has dropped. Uh, and then I think you'll start seeing rates really make a move down. So it, so we can, we can get them in a, a temporary buy down and then hopefully rates will drop. And then we can also at that point uh, uh, refinance them into a lower long-term rate. So let's recap on this because I know we just sent out a lot of information. So you can confidently buy a home with the 2-1 buy-down, which brings it down to about 4.5%. Of course, that may vary based on where the interest rates are on any given day. Uh-huh. Then you're waiting, you've got basically one year or two if you go, you'll go up to 5.5%. Mm-hmm. But then within that time period, the prevailing theory is that rates will come down. You will then be able with Swan to refinance your mortgage at the lower rate without any cost. That is correct. Yep. Okay. So hopefully that, yeah, that is, Wellington, that's that's a really good for you and for others who are thinking about it, because I talk to a lot of people every day, and they say, we would like to sell and buy, except we don't want to trade the mortgage. And so there's a need for a lot of homes on the market right now. We're really behind on it. We're maybe 1,500 lower than what we should be at this time. So we would definitely, if we found the path, and this sounds like it's a path, so folks, you want to tell your friends and family, this may be the way to go. And again, if you want to hear it and see it again. Uh, go to LouisvilleAnswers.com, and we'll have this up on uh, YouTube as well, waiting for you. All right, now we, we go over to Daryl Holiday, and we had this question, which is why I asked Daryl to join us today. Tommy owns a home with a fairly large driveway. He says it's exposed aggregate, which means there are little rocks in the, in the driveway, right, Daryl, just to be clear? Correct. And he's never sealed it before, but he's heard that it should be. Is it a yearly process? Is that right? He's thinking it should be yearly? Uh, depending on the quality of the product that you use, typically the product that we use to seal driveways lasts a couple of years. Okay. And the, But like painting, it's all about the prep. And so in addition to sealing, before you do that, it's very critical to power wash the driveway before you seal it uh-huh. because you get all of the dirt and everything out uh, and then you put the sealer down. Uh, better to roll it than it is to spray it because it'll have a better, more thorough application. And the danger with not uh, sealing the driveways is water starts to get underneath some of that aggregate and it starts breaking loose from the main body of the driveway and that's called scalding. And once that happens, 
you can't do anything to repair it except just try to seal it and stop what what's doing. Anything that you try to do to fix it is going to look like a patch. Okay, got that. He asks in this question if he does it himself. Uh, or the anyway, folks who are listening do it themselves, will the driveway soak up more sealer the first time? Yes. And if he has never sealed it before, the best thing he could do is power wash it, seal it, and then the next day come back and seal it again. Ooh, okay. That way you put that way you put two coats on it, it gets a good base down. And then after that, each year or every other year when you go back and power wash and seal, you'll only have to put one coat on. And then you've already pretty much answered the second part of his question, uh, what happens if he doesn't seal it? So you'll say the aggregate will uh, break basically up. and The aggregate will start uh, disassociating itself with the body of the driveway, and you'll have little pebbles coming up. And then what's underneath there is lighter because it's more of the concrete mixture itself instead of the aggregate that they brought to the top. And so little chips start coming off, and you just it wears much faster when it is not sealed than it does when it's sealed. So just out of curiosity, normal driveways, Greg, you have a normal, you don't have an exposed aggregate, right? Yeah, just, yeah. standard is, yeah, I mean. Regular. So for everybody else who doesn't have exposed aggregate, you'd know because you'd have rocks popping through the top, which is supposed Correct. to make it look more expensive, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so does, just real quickly, do you have to seal, uh, should you seal a non-aggregate driveway? Yes, sir. The difference difference is on an aggregate driveway, you use a solvent sealer with a a roller. With the smooth, regular concrete driveways, you use a water-based sealer and you use a sprayer. Because if you try to do it without a sprayer on the smooth driveways, you will leave lines where they overlap. And so you use a sprayer to do that, almost like you would be spray painting the fence. But it is a a water-based for the smooth concrete versus a solvent base for the aggregate. Got it. Good stuff. Daryl, feel free to hang with us, or you can just eliminate yourself on Zoom, but we appreciate it. Again, Daryl's phone number over at Maintenance Alternatives, 502-432-6657. That's 432-6657. Thanks again for being with us, Daryl. Thanks, Bob. You bet. We move on. Back to you, Lee. Billy put an offer in on a home that was in really a good price, a really good price. But uh, the contracts were signed. Everything was sent back, but the agent now for the seller, who also happened to be the agent representing the buyer, says that the seller doesn't want to sell anymore. He said the seller decided not to sell. So one theory is the seller realized the money was, he got too little. Another theory is that maybe another buyer came into the play and uh, now the seller wants to eliminate the first buyer, which is Billy. So... He's wondering, can the seller actually do that? Can he eliminate the contract? Your thoughts, Lee? Uh, no, not without a release. Once that buyer and seller have a binding contract, then that buyer has a right to purchase that contract on those terms. So uh, there is such a thing called damages. So if he could go for damages, which if it's going to cost him money and let's say he has to extend his lease or let's say he has to uh, incur a higher interest rate, something like that, he could seek damages. But if he really wants this particular property, he can also seek what's called specific performance. It's hard to say quickly. Uh, and that means that he could go to uh, a legal process, either mediation, arbitration, a lawsuit, depending on his contractual agreement, and seek for an order saying that this seller has to sell this property to him. Um, that is a that is a legal remedy in Kentucky, and it can happen. Um, so just depending on how unique this property is and how much he wants to pursue it, yes, he should either have damages or he could get performance. So for anybody who's listening, out-of-pocket costs to take this further would be what? 
Um, if you're under a, a Louisville contract, then you're, you're undoubtedly under a medi- mediation arbitration provision. Mediation is relatively inexpensive. It costs about $300 a piece, $400 a piece to, uh, for the mediator's fee. Uh, if you want to have an attorney, obviously your attorney would probably charge you hourly uh, to go to mediation. Uh, so mediation, you could get in and out of there you know, a couple thousand dollars probably. If you go to arbitration, it gets a little more expensive because they have to pay the arbitrator's fee. And you probably want to have an attorney because it's a little more legalistic. If you're actually just going for, say, small claims, which is $2,500 or less, mm-hmm. or if you're going to court because your court, your contract allows for that, then uh, small claims would be a couple hundred dollars and a couple hours out of your time. A larger case is going to obviously, anytime you get involved in a legal battle, you know, it gets more expensive. But it's also expensive yeah. for the other side, which gives everybody a motivation to to settle. So, and. Just, I know you're not licensed in Southern Indiana, but would you say in general the same applies for Southern Indiana uh, contracts as well? Yes. All right, good. We're going to take a break. Coming back, lawn mowing mistakes everyone makes, even you, Randy Rocky, and me. (laughs) Uh, With us is Randy Rocky, Swan Financial. You can reach Randy and his group to get you pre-qualified and to the closing table at 645-0736. And then, of course, Lee Harris, legal counsel over at Limestone Title and Escrow. They do a phenomenal job getting you closed. And don't forget to get the cookie over there. 649-7964 is Lee Harris's direct number for you buyers, sellers, and for agents. My son Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more is with us. And if you're thinking about selling or buying, you can reach me anytime. Now is the time to think about it. We will come out free, no obligation. Talk about it. We can do it by Zoom. We can do it on the phone. We can do it in person. You can reach me on my cell phone, 376-5483, or go to my website, wesellouisville.com. At the very top, you fill in the information, and it will get me in contact with you. Again, wesellouisville.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Want to buy a home but are afraid of interest rates being quoted? Swan Financial Home Loans can help you. Here's Randy Rocky. We know buyers want to purchase and we can help you with your interest rate. Swan has a 5-1 arm that can put your interest rate in the 5% range. Want another option? Visit 2-1 Buy Down where you have two points off the first year and one point off of the second year and then you go back to the normal interest rate. Certain restrictions may apply. Don't be afraid of today's interest rates. Swan Financial can help you. Call 645-0736 NMLS 26362-2473. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. People often think that real estate agents market and sell the same way, but they don't. I'm Barbara Corcoran 
and I've worked with the best agents throughout the country. Having a local real estate agent who offers great marketing and options to fit your needs is smart. In Louisville, the agents I trust and you should hire are Bob and Greg Sokola. If I were selling in Louisville, Bob and Greg would be my guys. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sokoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show, here with you till the top of the hour. Joining us, Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title and Escrow, 6497964. Also, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial, 6450736. My son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more, and I'm very proud of him, what he does. And you can reach me if you're thinking of selling or buying. My direct sell is 3765483. And Bob Sokoler, Three seven six five four eight three. Okay, lawn mowing mistakes. Greg, you don't mow your lawn over in Orton Commons, right? Or do you? A second. I got a little strip. I got a little strip that I, that I take care of, and I've got a couple techniques and methods. It'll be interesting to see if it's uh, uh-huh. in line or out of line with what you're about to tell me. And Randy, I can I, actually I, promise oh. that I've never made a lawn mowing mistake, and I can swear to that because I've never, never mowed a lawn. <laughs> <laughs> and that may be the same as Randy. Randy, have you ever mowed, mowed a lawn either in your life? Oh, I've oh. mowed a lawn. I just don't do it anymore. I got you. All right. <laughs> Well, I do, and I have a fairly nice-sized lawn that I try to keep in good shape. My neighbors will tell you, but there are problems. So here, we're going to go through some of these fast and easy ones. Uh, buying the wrong mower, okay, that makes sense. If you want to, you got a big place, you don't want to use a push mower. Running the mower at half speed. Actually, some folks mistakenly believe that running a lawn mower at full speed is bad for the engine. That It doesn't shorten the life of your machine. I'm going to take a gander and say that most people don't even know that they can run a lawnmower or anything else but full speed. Okay. Well, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, I grew up with, you know, you had a John Deere, and I never knew yeah. that I could even run that at half speed. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you how do you do that? Yeah, you just cut back the <laughs> throttle. Anyway, hitting hitting the higher RPM on your engine means you get an even better cut, and it keeps the motor. motor, yeah, that's, yeah, motor. That's yeah, well, that's a faster blade. Here's the cut. key thing. Okay, mowing too quickly. This is a problem. If it's, it's okay to run the mower at full speed, right, but it isn't a good idea to rush through the mowing lawn. So take your time ensuring a clean cut. Of course, don't use dull blades. We pretty, pretty much know that. Cutting the grass. While it's wet, not a good idea at all. Not mowing often enough. The rule of thumb is don't cut off more than one-third of the top growth for each mowing. Cutting the grass too short. Yes, fact, especially with the yep. heat waves. Yep. Mowing more than a third of the grass blade damages the lawn, but it's also known as scalping. Also, sticking to a rigid schedule, it might be convenient for you to mow on regular schedules. And, but listen, it's important to have some flexibility. In the spring and summer, grass grows quickly and needs to be trimmed more often. So you may want to more, mow more than once a month. Mowing in the same pattern every time. This is a key element. So, Greg, do you mow the same direction and the same pattern every time? Change it every time. Right. That's the key. When you follow Change the same path every time you mow the lawn, the grass begins to grow in the direction it's being cut, varying the pattern. So if you go crossways one time, back and forth another time, Varying the, the pattern ensures the grass will grow upright as well as avoiding ruts in the lawn. And so mix up the direction, go crossways, one way, the other way. And then cleaning up the clippings. How many, well, Lee doesn't need to. Randy, did you clean up the clippings when you used to mow lawns many, many, many moons ago? Uh, yes, I'd have, I had a bag on the back. Let the clippings drop. Fertilize there you go. 
That's right. No need to. Yeah. Greg's right on it, buddy. All right. No need to rake and bag after you mow. Save yourself the effort. Leave the grass clippings on the lawn. The grass clippings will decompose quickly and provide beneficial nutrients to the soil. Also, make sure to clean the mower. Ignoring maintenance, that's not a good idea. Improper mowing storage, also off-season. You want to follow that and ignoring safety protocol. All no-nos with mowing the lawn. So hopefully we had a couple of good tips in there that you were able to take away. All right. We go back to Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial with this question. Charna heard something about a new, okay, Randy, this is new, no ratio loan option for potential buyers who don't bank traditionally. I don't know if you've heard about that. She's wondering, oh, yeah. what is it? She's self-employed, doesn't have access to normal paychecks. Yeah. Does this work for her? And what is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, so there's a bank statement program that uh, if you're self-employed, let's say you, you take in gross deposits of 12000 a month, we can use half of that, which is 6000 as your income. So that's a, a no ratio in that scenario. And also there is an investment property program. And especially with all the Airbnbs and things of that nature, as long as you can put 20% down, they work off of uh, estimated uh, gross payments a month of how much money is going to be coming in. And as long as that ratio, uh, I'm sorry, that income coming in is less than the payment, then they will take that as well. You don't even have to have a job in that situation. So do you, as long as you put it, 20% down, it's a 20% down product. Is it a no doc type deal or do you need the documentation? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now there's no doc. They're, they're, they don't, we don't even verify income or anything. It's called a, D, a DSCR loan that we do. Um, uh, so we okay. do quite a bit of those at Swan. Interesting. All right. That's good to know that. Uh, moving forward, by the way, if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, you can go to LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. We made that easy for you. Those are videos from past selling clients. Also, you want to hear what buyers and sellers are saying about us, go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com. We move back over to Lee Harris. Nicholas sent us an email. He has his house on the market for sale. Okay, here's, we were talking about this earlier, and I'm going to try to make this as morning ready as possible. (laughs) Okay, you know where I'm going here. There was a Uh showing and he came back to find that the buyer buyer agent used the bathroom but was never flushed. He says it's not good and he wants to know what can he do? Is this the same thing, the scenario of the (laughs) earlier question that we had? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Wow. (laughs) I know. So yeah. this again, time, let's get again. this straight. This time, there was no dog poop on the rug, but there was. No, let's not go there. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> Bob was trying to keep it morning friendly. I was right. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. know me. We're just getting uh, right to the point. So again, um, I'm sure there are scenarios when you have to use someone else's facilities, but uh, again, you know, good manners and and uh, common sense should prevail. It's it doesn't even have to get into a legal situation if you you know make. Uh, good choices and other yeah. people's properties. So does Nicholas have any action that he can take against the buyer or buyer agent? Well, if there's some kind of issue, you know, that, that uh, is going to cost him money, you right. know, that's, that is certainly actionable. If it's just a matter of being inconvenienced and perhaps grossed out, then, you know, I think it's one of those, well, you got to chalk it up too. But again, he could complain to the eighth buyer's agent through right. his seller's agent and say, right. You know, we really, <laughs> we yep. really don't appreciate this behavior. Yep. Lee, your, to... your, uh, Lee, your face was priceless. People yeah. should go on to see that when <laughs> the question was first asked. Louisville answers, LouisvilleAnswers.com. <laughs> yeah, so again, capping here on this, recapping, Nicholas, call your agent, have your agent call uh, the buyer's agent, and the buyer's agent may 
deny this ever happened, but at least you put the well, buyer's, the buyer's agent. agent may not have known, you know, yeah, I got the buyer's it. Right, could, go in yeah, after the buyer it. to check yep. to make sure yeah, they flush right. the toilet or okay. maybe they should. Maybe they should. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We move, we move forward. You asked. Phil, yeah. Back to Randy Rocky. <laughs> Philip has a mortgage that was secured after he filed for bankruptcy a number of years ago. So he's got the mortgage. It was secured after filing a bankruptcy. In this email he received, he says a friend told him that we received, he says a friend told him that the mortgage rate that he received was high. And if he refinanced now, he might get a better interest rate. Now, he doesn't say what his mortgage rate was mm-hmm. in his email, but it, does that make sense that he could get a better rate now than what he got because of a uh, filing for bankruptcy secured rate? Could it be that high that he could still say money? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, wow. So in that situation, and and. Here's the crazy thing, and in, in, in a lot of situations for credit score, if you do a Chapter 7, and Lee, you probably know this as much as any uh, as anybody, maybe that's not part of your law you've ever practiced, but over at Chapter 13, you actually have a better credit score in two years. So if you hang people out the dry and totally don't pay your bill back, that you can get have more credit and a better credit score if you if you do a chapter seven over a 13. Now, again, I understand in some situations you have to, you know, but it's kind of kind of interesting that that's the case. But uh, yes, to answer your question, uh, they could have his credit score could have increased uh, dramatically, actually. Good. All right. That's good information. Uh, if you're uh, thinking about selling, we have a free no obligation booklet. All you need to do is send me an email. It's 150 plus tips on selling right now. Bob at com is the email address and put in the uh, subject line, uh, selling book or home tips. Let's go to Lee with this question. Tammy sent us this email. She is renting a house, gave the owner one month's rent at the beginning of the year, which equals to about $1,200. Okay. So I guess that's the deposit. She's wondering the lease is up at the end of next month and she needs the security deposit for her next rental. So She's wondering how close to when she moves out of the house can she expect the rental deposit back? What if the owner doesn't return the rental deposit when she moves out? What she, what can she do? Gotcha. So the first thing that the owner is required to do in order to keep any portion of it, if there's any damages, is to do a walk through a walkout with hmm. the tenant and compare that to hopefully they did a walk in so that they'll see what the differences are. Mm-hmm. If there's no problems, then. They should get it back immediately. I think under the Uniform Residential Landlord Tenant Act, she has to give her new address and they have 30 days to get it back to her. If they don't, then she can go to the district court and get it back. Even if they also, if they haven't followed those walkthrough rules. Um, so most landlords that are nice, fair landlords will give it back right away. Uh, if someone's trying to keep it as, you know, quote unquote, additional rent or something, if there's no damages, then she may have to go to uh, the district court to fight for it, but hopefully not. Because I understand that a lot of times you want to put that deposit on your next apartment instead yeah. of having come up with another $1,200. So can she, does she call an attorney if it doesn't work out the way she wants? Is that the easiest thing? And it'll cost her some money, but it might be the best option. Yes. Uh, and there's also legal services in each county, you know, for people who uh, don't have a lot of means, they can call and get legal services for, th- for rental issues like that. Well, I think the important piece that, that Lee touched on was it's 30 days, right? So they, they're required to return it within 30 days, not the day of. And right. so it's one of those things that I would recommend to whoever this has this question. If it's a concern of yours and it's something that you know you're going to need, have that conversation well up front, maybe a month or two out with your landlord and say, hey, you know, we're getting, I'm getting ready to move out. 
I just wanted to know if I can get my deposit back on XY's date because I needed to go rent forward. What's your process? Just no going forward, but also know that it's 30 days. Yeah, that's a good idea. That gives the landlord a heads up that she needs. Right. Hopefully- so, listen, can we do a walkout and could you bring me a check? With Is that yeah. a possibility? Yeah. You know, is that, you know, when I move out. Yeah. To right. use on the next one. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, we have a monthly, bi-monthly newsletter. And if you would like to sign up for it, the current topic is updating your home insurance policy. This is a really important thing. At least it is current right now. That changes every couple of weeks. Go to welovelouisville.com and register there. It's easy. It's free. Welovelouisville.com. You'll get a newsletter from us on a bi-monthly basis. We are out of time. Our thanks to our dear friends who have joined us for this show. Randy Rocky over at Swan Financial. They do a phenomenal job of getting you pre-qualified. They've got a lot of different programs. It's funny, Randy talks about it from the his side of it, which is a product. We talk about them as loans. So there's some really good help from you from Swan. Call Randy at 645-0736. You can pick the closing attorney that you want to close your loan. And we highly recommend Lee Harris and her limestone title and escrow group. She's the legal counsel over there. You can reach Lee to get in contact with her about anything that you need help with at 649-7964. And again, remember that number, both agents and sellers and buyers. 649-7964. Lee is very helpful to all the real estate community. And then my son, Greg, who does our marketing, photography, and so much more. And if you're thinking about selling, that's simple. Just reach out to me free of charge. This is a time to talk about it. Even if it's not now, and maybe it's later in the year or the next couple of years, I am here for you. We can talk about it either on the phone, in person, or by Zoom. And uh, you can reach me, Bob at uh, Bob Sikoda at 376-5483. That's 376-5483. Or you can go to WeSellLouisville.com, and then the, at the top you'll see some a banner that says, find out what your home is worth, and that starts the initiation to be able to get in contact with me. Just fill that out. We're out of time. See you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840 WHAS.